0: of sea and sky, I have heard my people cry, all who dwell in dark and sin, my hand will sing, I who made the stars of night.
1: Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. The Lord be with you. With your
0: spirit.
1: A warm welcome to morning mass here at St. Bride's Church in Canvas Lang. Today, of course, is the funeral mass for the repose of the soul of Margaret Clark. Welcome to family members who are here with us today. Especially welcome uh, Jacqueline and Grace and Thomas and Margaret and Suzanne, their spouses, the grandchildren, and all family members who are here with us. Many people, as you would know, would have wished to have been here with you today at this Mass, but that's simply not possible because of the restrictions. But to this family uh, and to friends gathered here, they send their best wishes, their prayers, and their love on this day to you. Speaking, of course, to family members over these last few days, it's abundantly clear how greatly loved Margaret was. She was a treasure to this family. She was a kindly woman, caring, thoughtful and loving. Her love and guidance and her care for you has meant everything to you and your lives. Needless to say, days beyond this will not be the same there will be an emptiness in life without her. It's almost as if a light has gone out of life. But she hands on to all of you who are here present and many others besides great gifts, great blessings for now and also in the future as well. Today we come to this church to live out our faith in prayer and trust and in faith to commit Margaret to the Lord who gave her an earthly life but also who now gives her an eternal life no one is ever lost from the love of God all are saved to prepare ourselves to celebrate these sacred mysteries we first call to mind our sins I confess to almighty God and to you my brothers and sisters that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words in what I have done and in what I have failed to do through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore I ask, Blessed Mary, ever-Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. And may Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. O God, Almighty Father, our faith professes that your son died and rose again. Mercifully grant that through this mystery, your servant, Margaret, who has fallen asleep in Christ, may rejoice to rise again through him. Who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. Please be seated. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Romans. Hope is not deceptive because the love of God has been poured into our hearts by the Holy Spirit, which has been given to us. We are still helpless when at the appointed moment Christ died for all sinful men and women. It's not easy to die for a good person, though of course for someone really worthy, someone might be prepared to die. But what proves that God loves us is that Christ Christ died for us while we were still sinners. And having died to make us righteous, is it likely that he would now fail to save us from God's anger? When we were reconciled with God by the death of his Son, we were still enemies. Now that we have been reconciled, surely we may count on being saved by the life of his Son. Not merely because we've been reconciled, But because we are filled with a joyful trust in God, through whom we have already gained our reconciliation. The word of the Lord.
0: Eagles Wings bend.
1: from the first letter of St. Paul to the Thessalonians. We want you to be quite certain about those who have died to make sure that you do not grieve about them like the other people who have no hope. And we believe that Jesus died and rose again and that it will be the same for those who have died in Jesus. God will bring them with them and we can tell you this from the Lord's own teaching, that any of those who are alive when the Lord's coming will not have any advantage over those who have died. And at the trumpet of God, the voice of the archangel will call out the command, and the Lord himself will come down from heaven. Those who have died in Christ will be the first to rise, and then those of us who are still alive will be taken up in the clouds together with them meet the Lord in the air. So we shall stay with the Lord forever. And with such thoughts as these, we should comfort one another. The word of the Lord. Please stand.
0: Alleluia.
1: be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. And Jesus said to his disciples, don't let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God still and trust in me. There are many rooms in my father's house. If there were not, I should have told you. I am going now to prepare a place for you. And after I have gone and prepared your place, I shall return to take you with me If you ever climb a high hill or a mountain, you will know that there is something exhilarating in reaching the top, the highest point, uh, the summit. There is that sense of achievement that you have reached the point where you've laboured to get to. And when you reach there, your first instinct is to look over your shoulder and see where you've come from. And very often you're surprised at the twists and turns that the past has taken and the sheer effort that's that's been had uh, to get to this place, the long road, the times in which you felt that you had no energy to keep going. And of course, you also look forward to the horizon to see the distance and the beauty of nature, the blue sky, the sun, the fleeting clouds, the wood, the green fields below, the waters, the streams and the rivers and the houses that are tiny specks below you. Very often you are overcome at what you see and your own smallness in this landscape, the mightiness of it all. When the moment of death comes, is there not that same sense of reaching the top, the summit, the place where you have been travelling to all along? And is there not that sense of exhilaration and joy that you have accomplished your end, how far you have come, how you have done all that has been set for you to do. In death very often then, when we reach that point itself, perhaps we look back and see, and are surprised where our path has led us, where it's taken us, the twists and turns of life, and sometimes even that uphill nature of life trudging endlessly along a path which you do not know where it's going. But in death itself, is there not that beauty when we see everything around about us, the joy and infinite beauty of life itself and ourselves, just as a small part in in it, and yet an important and essential part in so many ways? We believe, don't we, that God is in that journey of life. God is in the moment in which we reach the summit and the place where we've been traveling to. And of course, he himself directs us forward to the beauty of the horizons that lie beyond. God is in the moment. God is in the moment when we look back and when we look forward. God is in the moment when we look beyond to see the beauty that lies ahead for us. Today, we've come to mark, but also to celebrate a life, a journey, a path that has reached its destination. There is not sadness, but there is joy for Margaret, for she has reached the place that she's been travelling to. She's reached the summit and the high point, and she can see through the grace of God uh, what it was all about and what it all means. There is joy and peace and eternal rest that lies ahead for her. She is no longer the weary traveller but has become young again as she enters into the halls that are filled with light, the tables that are set for banquet, the place that is reserved for her and she greets those faces that she knows oh so well. We have come to celebrate and mark a life Which has meant so much to so many. A life that has been full of joy and fun and warmth and love and good humour. The family that she belonged to, that are present here, are rightly proud of her in these moments, for they know how blessed and what a special gift she has been to each of them. Margaret was born on the 24th of July 1936. Not very far from here, in 16 Vic- Vickland Road, her parents, Harry and Sarah, and she had a brother, Harry, and sisters, Anna, Isabel and Irene, all of whom she loved very much indeed and was always close to in her life. She married her husband, Thomas, on the 29th of December in 1956 at St Colm Kills in Rutherland. They had both met in the local picture hall here. He was a projectionist and she was the ice cream girl. I can only think that they had their eye on each other. First years of married life were in 26 Somerville Street. Again, not too far from where we are today. Two adults and four children in one room. That must have been a bit of a squeeze. Relatives Mary and Dick uh, lived uh, below them. They were to move, of course, to Warrison Way in Spring Hall. Another child was born, and they had five children, Jacqueline Grace, Thomas, Margaret, and Suzanne. And sadly, they lost two twin daughters, born on the 15th of May, 1962, and died a day later. Sadly, later in life, she also lost a great granddaughter, Ava Maria, in 2016. All three children are born uh, are buried at Bottle Park Cemetery. She never forgot the children that she'd lost and she kept them very close to her heart. In her life, uh, she worked at an assortment of jobs but uh, latterly was a home carer and we can only think that she would have been excellent at this particular job. Both herself and uh, Tommy loved to get away up north and Everyone very often was bundled in the car Uh, Grace and grandchildren Jamie and Cheryl very often went on these trips and Tommy's mum as well She was actually a very accomplished person in many ways and as the family will know and testify she could turn her hands to many things to cooking to sewing, to knitting, to crocheting and everyone uh, benefited from all of this work her marvellous meals She could make the nicest of clothes, could knit the best of babies' and children's clothes. And as I mentioned, everyone benefited from this work. Hospitality was a big part of her life. Coming into the house, she made everyone most welcome, feel at ease, laugh, joke and have fun. She was very young at heart and easily related to the youngsters in the family. Would like gadgets and games and would allow the youngest uh, to borrow them, but only in condition that they had to be returned. She was delighted to be a grandmother and a great grandmother, uh, grandmother to 14 child- grandchildren and uh, 21 great grandchildren, which is a big family by any means. I have to tell you this, but you probably know it yourself, that she liked the bingo. The thrill of winning uh, was good and uh, on these occasions in which she went to the cobray bingo afterwards she would shop where she would buy numerous cardigans that she would never wear <laughs> she was an exceptional person she was joyful and happy in spirit she had the most kindly of ways was always doing things for others was generous and loving to the family but also to many friends and other people uh, as well. And many people attest to this. Nothing seemed to be a problem for her. She would always go that extra mile for everyone. In those last weeks of her life, I was able to come and to give her the sacraments, absolution, Holy Communion and anointing. And I have to tell you, these things meant everything to her. She fully knew what I was doing and why I had come. Margaret herself today leaves behind a rich legacy of memories, of kindness and generosity. All in this family will miss her very much indeed, her kind ways and her generous spirit. Times will change, things will pass on. But the memory of that goodness and kindness and that generous spirit will remain. And it will be a rich blessing in the future, as it has been now and in the past as well. May God grant her peace. She has reached the place where she has been travelling to. She has climbed to the summit of the hill. And she gazes to the horizons and lives in the beauty and the love of God.
0: Sing, it shadows near, and on this morning, bright though it be, I feel those shadows near.
1: sacrifice endures may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. We invite you, please, to stand. As we humbly present to you these offerings, O Lord, for the salvation of your servant, we beseech your mercy that she who did not doubt your son to be a loving Saviour may find in him a most merciful judge, who lives and reigns forever and ever. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It's truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God. For even though by our own fault we perish, yet by your compassion and your grace, when seized by death according to our sins, we are redeemed through Christ's great victory and with him called back into life. And so, with the powers of heaven, we worship you constantly on earth and before you, without end, we acclaim. Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. Please be seated. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them, what the you fall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you've held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that, sharing in the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. And remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world, bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, and Joseph, our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember Margaret, whom you have called from this world to yourself, grant that she who is united with your son in a death like his may also be one with him in his resurrection. And remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection, and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face, and have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, Joseph, her spouse, the blessed Apostles, And all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, you may merit to be coerced to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours forever and ever. Let me invite you please to stand. We pray together in the words that Jesus taught us, our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name.
2: For the kingdom
1: and the Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, "Peace I leave you; my peace I give you," look not in our sins, but in the faith of your church, and graciously grant our peace and unity, in accordance with your will, who live and reign for ever and ever. Amen. And the peace of the Lord be with you always. And with your spirit. Lamb of God. Just to say to you if you're unfamiliar with the church on its present form, just to give you a wee indication about how, how Holy Communion will go, normally you would come forward to receive Communion, but if you'd like to receive Communion today, then just simply ask you to stand in the place where you are, uh, and just to put your hand forward to receive Holy Communion. Uh, and uh, hey, once you've received Holy Communion, then just simply sit down. If you don't want to receive Communion, but maybe you would like to receive a blessing today, Uh, then again just to stand and just as I pass by I'll give you a blessing and then once the blessing is given you just sit down. If you don't want to receive Holy Communion or a blessing yourself then just to remain seated uh, where you are during this communion period. So I invite you if you'd like to receive Holy Communion or a blessing please stand. place stand. Lord God, whose Son left us in this sacrament, food for the journey, mercifully grant the strength and by it, our dear sister, may come to the eternal table of Christ, who lives and reigns forever and ever. Before we go our separate ways, let us take. May our farewell express our affection for her. May ease our sadness and strengthen our hope. One day we shall joyfully greet her again, when the love of Christ, which conquers all things, destroys even death itself.
0: Saints of God, come to her aid. Come to meet her. receive her soul, and present her to God the Most High. May Christ who called you take you to himself.
1: May the angels lead you into paradise, may the martyrs come to welcome you and take you to the holy city, the new and eternal Jerusalem. May choirs of angels welcome you and lead you to the bosom of Abraham, and where Lazarus is poor no longer, may you find.